Hey everybody, and welcome to the Chronicles of Critics. I'm your host, Caleb, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Connor, Andy, and Eric, once again, joining us. Third time in like two and a half months. Yeah, well, Eric is a major podcaster, he just can't get enough of it, and um, (laughs) we really wanted to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 tonight. Yeah. Which we've all seen. So we figured it'd be great to get around the table and get back into a movie review after a short hiatus talking about TV shows and other things. So breaking back into the movie realm. Which, guys, this was the best Marvel movie since Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. No. no. (laughs) Since, yeah. Which is it? Like the most recent one? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was saying this This is is the best Marvel movie since Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we should put a disclaimer out. Uh, Andy's on a phone. So if, if you're like, why does Andy sound so bad? Uh, <laughs> it's what we're working with tonight. Uh, we are trying a new thing. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're testing the virtual option. We're trying yeah. to expand. Yes. You know, be mm. not all in the same room. Can we do it? So yeah. we're, we're troubleshooting that. We're yeah. figuring it out. He doesn't sound bad, but he does sound different. <laughs> well, to give everybody... Whoa. Yes, Andy? I was going to say, it could be the complete opposite where all of you guys sound terrible and I'm the other one. That's true. You know what? You you bring up a good point there, huh? (laughs) It's one or the other. Well, to give everybody just a little glimpse into our perspective um, of, you know, our standpoint, our perception of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, where we're coming from, Mm -hmm. let's just go around the table um, say who you are, just so people can connect the voice to the name, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about kind of, you know, go over in a minute, like who are you as a MCU, you know, Marvel fan? Mm-hmm. Since this is our first Marvel movie that we've reviewed, let's start with Connor. What was the question? <laughs> like, who are you as a Marvel fan? I was uh, I was on my doing? phone. Okay, I was doing research. <laughs> doing research. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm starting with Eric next yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a better <laughs> bet there. Okay. Um, okay, guys. I mean, obviously, like, I feel like everyone at one point was really into the Marvel, like, the MCU. I mean, at, you know, obviously there was the beginning with Iron Man and Iron Man 2, yeah. Captain America, that whole s- section I was very into. And then I kind of fell off after... Infi- like Iron Man uh, three, like a little bit. Oh, you fell off at Iron Man three. Yeah. Okay. So Infinity War, that was great. And then I, I mean, watched Iron Man three. I was like, ah, oh, that was well, pretty good. Wait. Iron Man three sucked, man. Iron Man three was way after or way before like Infinity War and stuff. Or sorry, not Infinity War. Yeah. I meant the of uh, the Avengers, the original Avengers. The original. Okay, so yeah, Iron Man three. Yeah, was like almost was, directly after. Was that. right out. Yeah. So. There was that, and I was like, oh, okay, and I kind of followed it for a little bit. Thor sucked, and so, you know, Thor 2 sucked. Oh, and my then God. Thor 2 should not even be mentioned, man. And I got to the point where, like, I would, I just missed movies, so mm. it was a long period of time. So I, like, missed, like, Black Panther and... Oh, that and was a bad one to miss. Those. <laughs> well, I eventually went back and watched them all. I Like, now I've seen almost all the movies at least twice. But, um, and actually last two, I guess it's been three years ago... Uh, my wife and I sat down and watched 
every single Marvel Marvel That's movie out. Quarantine. That's an undertaking. Yeah, quarantine. Much. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine. me too. <laughs> I was like, I was like waiting to hear back about a job interview, and I had like three weeks, or yeah. I was just sitting there like, okay, where are we gonna start? Yeah. Like, you know and so we had nothing to do better than just watch all of the Marvel <laughs> movies and rank them. Oh, so, nice. um, but then I kind of got back into it, and I've really never left mm-hmm. since then. So basically, I can't remember where exactly I got back into yeah. it, but it was some point. Uh, after Black Panther, mm-hmm. I watched one of the movies and I was like, wow, this is great. I got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. What happened in the last several movies? Maybe it was like Doctor Strange or something like that. It might have been. I think it was after. Well, it came after Doctor Strange. It's hmm. a good question. I don't mm, know. You'll have to get back on your research and yeah, look at the, the oh, yeah. rundown. Well, I don't know. Now I got to pay attention or else someone's going to ask you a question. Make fun of me somebody's going to ask you a question yeah, on this podcast gonna ask, that you're a host of. Expect <laughs> me to talk on this thing, okay? <laughs> All right, well, Eric, what is your experience as a Marvel fan? Uh, I have not missed a single movie. I've gone to every single midnight premiere since Thor. Um, oh, damn. Wow. Um, because I weirdly was introduced into the MCU via Iron Man at home. I didn't see it in theaters. My mm. dad was like, hey, because my dad was like pretty big into Marvel growing up. Like He collected like Silver Surfer uh, comics and stuff like that, and he bought Iron Man to watch and I was like whoa this is crazy and then I think after that the next movie was Thor and I saw that I was like wow this is like crazy I was like okay so these are like tied together and then I think at one point I had seen the Incredible Hulk which was like the beginning of the MCU officially right because it was like oh Tony Stark's at the end of this and I was like what does that mean because none of that had ever happened (laughs) yeah right like no one really knew what (laughs) I was like so who's Robert Downey Jr. playing in this like I didn't know and then I saw Thor I remember I saw Thor once regular standard and then in 3D just specifically for the end credits because the end credits was like flying through space and stuff but I've seen a midnight premiere of every single movie since then wow um and I usually don't see him twice in theaters. There's been a handful of times I've seen a couple twice. I saw Guardians three times in one weekend. The first time, the first Guardians. Came <laughs> wow. out. Wait, really? The first yeah. Guardians came out. I saw it three times in one weekend. Like that. Until Jeez. spoilers. Until this movie, um, I would have put like Guardians one as my favorite like single non Avengers like. Wow. Yeah. This one challenges it and is like up there with No Way Home. Like really, yeah. This the, the I have a like connection with Gu- the Guardians. I think they're the best Marvel movies. I think they're some of the best cinema that's like come out like entertainment wise in the last like fifteen years. Mm. And like I just love. I, I I was into. I did the comics. I did the games. I did every like. Oh yeah. So I was I was in and I'm still in. Nice. And I've been waiting for a movie like this since uh, No Way Home. Like Sweet. I've done like No Way Home was a magnificent just hmm. like i couldn't even like <laughs> it was everything you wanted out of it really. yeah literally yeah. yeah and then everything else since then has been a dud um, well on that note yeah. i have a listener comment real quick okay from kelsey deandra she says about this movie i loved it the first two guardians films weren't my favorite but i finally wow. feel like they had character development and found a balance of great comedy mm. so that's a hot take, Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey. All right. Yeah. Seriously. Kelsey, I have issues with that. Yeah. Uh, Guardians <laughs> 1 is like, if it was just that movie by itself and had nothing tied to Marvel, it would have been like the next Star Wars. Like, it was literally like, here's some cool characters. You have no idea anything <laughs> about them. 
they have this thing to do. They went and did it. Yeah. And it was yeah. fun the entire time. Fun is a good word yeah. for Which it. Which I do remember that movie coming out. And it was like the first movie, like Marvel movie, that they introduced characters that no one had really heard of. Yeah. You can literally watch that movie anytime with no information and enjoy it. Yeah. And I remember yeah. people like, ah, oh, I don't know what they're doing with this. Like, I, like I remember sitting at Barrow's. Talking to Barrow's Pizza, like <laughs> oversized pizza, talking about this movie coming up. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, I don't think so. No. Oh, I was on board because I knew the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I heard about it that they announced it. I was like, what's Guardians of the Galaxy? So I went out and bought like 50 comics. Oh, oh nice. Them and like fell in love with <laughs> all of those characters. And I was like, okay, got it. This is going to be legit. All right. Andy, what about you? Tell us your experience as a Marvel fan. Let's see. Um, I take this back to 2008. I don't know if you guys can recall what two great movies came out in 2008. Iron Man and, I don't know. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, was it that? I don't know. (laughs) The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, okay, put those two movies up against each other. I saw them both in theater. And, I mean, obviously, Dark Knight wins. I was was more of a, (laughs) at that time... A Batman fan. I mean, the mm-hmm. DCU wasn't even anything to exist at that point yet, but Marvel was still getting its beginnings. You know, I saw Iron Man. I thought it was okay. Like, I didn't know too much about the MCU aside from Spider-Man. I, I never read the comics or anything growing up, so that was, like, my first introduction. And from there, it... You know, I... So from what Connor said, where your your kind of flow where things kind of started out good and then they started dropping off like i always saw it just starting up slow it was, it was a very slow start they had mm-hmm. some misses in there and then um like i remember going to see i think there's only two movies that i saw before in theater before i saw endgame in theater actually um captain america the second one uh, Civil War, or no, the Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, great one, great yeah, one to see. Winter Soldier, and I thought it was okay. And I, I watched the Winter Soldier, and then I watched the first Captain America. Um, oh, Winter wow. Soldier, yeah, definitely great. And then I saw um, Avengers. Saw the first Avengers in theaters, and this was back in my military days, and I was exhausted, and I actually fell asleep during the theater. <laughs> <laughs> No, Andy, no. So, yeah, I know. It was bad. Um, but then, I mean, I, I can't remember which movie kind of turned the tide because how many must have come out during that time period. Um, and I probably saw one or two more, and I just – it they didn't stick with me at the time until I saw Infinity War just on TV. And this was, you know, well after it was in theaters. But I was like, oh, this is like – they actually got their stuff together now. Um, yeah. So I went back in preparation for Endgame and rewatched every single one. Yeah. And then... I remember, like, um, our first, like, meaningful hangout together, me and you, Andy, was watching Doctor yeah. Strange yeah. In, that, in that prep season that you're really? talking about. Yeah. Exactly. That was, like, the first time yeah. Andy and I ever hung out one-on-one. <laughs> yep. That's a, that's yeah. a very... Uh, trepidatious time that first hang with somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i'm assuming there's you a lot through, riding on it it solidified our friendship yeah. i was like all right this is a cool guy yeah. so you can hang know, with andy you met through connor <laughs> well or? we already we me and caleb had already bought oh, okay. star wars so 
That's right. We had was, Star Wars. This was no. Okay. We had Star Wars. We could bond over. Got this it. was no for for MCU. But and, and then you. Cr- I okay. mean, I. <laughs> yeah. After after I watched all of them, you know, I I can say that there's a few that are my favorites. The other thing I want to point out is, you know, you just look at the confusion, especially around Spider Man, because I I actually <laughs> I saw and I loved the um, Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Oh yeah. And so in my mind, when they, you know, like, oh, hey, we're going to reboot Spider-Man again, you know, Uncle Ben's back on the table. Um, <laughs> he was already I dead. Was like, Not <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, all right, what, what's going to happen? But those are those are refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually never saw the most recent one, Far From Home. Whoa. Far From no Home or No Way Home? No Way Home. No, they're all off home. Whatever the most recent one was. I you didn't see the one with so, that one brought in the Andrew the one Garfield with your one. boy. <laughs> yeah, ex- I know. I, I Andy, so you gotta good. go. That's the best seen, one. Well, okay. So Guardians Three is the first Marvel movie I've seen in theaters since Endgame. You know what? That's fair because it's kind of falling off. I think it just. I think it, it started going downhill after Endgame, and they're really trying to. To raise yeah. the stakes again, well, and, and we'll get into story. that, like the the stakes and the story, like that's definitely something you know we'll get into in our kind of mm-hmm. education category of the discussion. Yeah. But before we jump into our first category of entertainment, I'll just share from my perspective as a fan. Um, I'm probably lower than you guys on the like. It seems like Eric is probably on the top yeah. of Marvel mm-hmm. fans. Yeah, I'm probably. Maybe a little above Andy. <laughs> Andy That's, is maybe yeah, a little probably. bit of a skeptic. I'm, I'm more cynical when it comes cynical, to the MCU yeah. than you are, Caleb. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm probably a little bit in that spectrum because um, I definitely have seen pretty much, I think I've seen every mm-hmm. Marvel movie to come out. Yeah. Um, but just I just like superhero movies. I think they're really entertaining. Um, but definitely as in relation to this movie, Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. are my favorite like superhero. Aside from Sp- Spider Man, is my favorite superhero. But hot take: Tom Holland is not my favorite iteration of Spider Man. That is a hot take, and really? I really fight you. On that. Really cool. <laughs> I know he's <laughs> probably the best. But in watching, are you a Tobey Maguire fan? You know what? I actually am. Now, wow. Uh, okay, Ooh. hot take. We don't have to get into the weeds on it. But Ooh, Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man Ugh. all. Spider-Man as I a superhero. Was a when I was a child. <laughs> Regardless of who plays him, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Because yeah. I identify with Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I love to climb things. You know, whatever. But... Guardians like of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. That's how you. That's how. That's, that's how. That's I how. I like to climb things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Can we move on? Yeah. Sure. 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 <laughs> So, with Guardians of the Galaxy, they're my favorite, like, superhero movie mm. franchise of all of them. More than Iron Man, more than Captain America, more than you name it. Mm-hmm. Guardians are my favorite. Even their parts of the Avengers movies, like Endgame and Infinity War and all that, mm-hmm. whenever they come in, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> they're the best. They're, they're the funniest. They're mm. the some of the coolest action, greatest characters. I mean... Yeah, so we'll get into that, but basically, I'm not as huge of a mm-hmm. Marvel fan as you guys, but I would argue I might be on par with Eric mm-hmm. as far as my Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, level of fandom. It's incredible. Ooh. Yeah. I have a question. Did you guys know who Moon Knight was when that was announced? 
no. no. Oh man, I'm no. So excited. <laughs> but you know what? I love Moon Knight. That I love the TV it show. It was so good. It was, it was very good. So so good. I was <laughs> like, yeah. That's 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 my deep cut. Like I knew mm. Moon Knight. I knew Yondu. I knew like that's rewarding. All, yeah, to have that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. it was. I, I had been like, yeah, Moon Knight would be a very good, t- like show. And then they announced it. I was like, nice. Okay. And you know, it Oscar Isaac, I thought uh, was a weird choice. No, However, no. but when I watched it, he did perfectly. No one else could do it. And it was, he's like it was incredible. The, he's one of the best walking actors on the planet. Like he's so <laughs> best. Cool. Like as in like acting in his walking. Like, no, like he is one of the best al- actors alive. I would right say now. Joaquin is probably Joaquin oh, Phoenix yeah. is probably the best walking <laughs> actor. I, I think he might be the only one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met another walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How's it going, Connor? Uh, All right. Well, we're going to jump into our discussion, um, our really meat and potatoes of our review. Mm-hmm. Um, as the Chronicles of Critics, we judge movies based on the metrics of entertainment, education, and influence on a scale of 1 to 100. 100 meaning perfect, 90 is amazing, 80 is awesome, 70 great, mm-hmm. 6 good, 50 okay, everything below that is just not that great but um for our first category entertainment this is all about really what makes a movie enjoyable to watch Mm -hmm. so this goes into the you know the consistency of the style and the look of the movie it goes into the technique so stuff like the acting the directing the story the writing and then it also goes to speak just to the like even the production value mm-hmm. of just hey that was a good movie i enjoyed seeing it it was worth my money to pay for it in the theater those are kind of all the things that go into entertainment mm-hmm. so to kick us off in this discussion on entertainment um we're just going to start by saying our score and kind of just why mm-hmm. so we'll start since we started with connor last time we'll start with eric and we'll no, just kind of don't go around. You do that to me Sorry, this is my what, first time on an official episode. What was the with question? The, with the <laughs> categories. Thing. I didn't want to start with Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have yourself you have and Andy to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll let Andy go first. Entertainment. Give us a score and why. Okay, so this I'm I'm kind of struck because I, in my opinion, the first Guardians is still the best movie, and so I would rate that in terms of entertainment like uber high. So I'm okay. gonna have to go with like a uh, like a 78 for me um okay like it 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 was definitely improvement over guardians 2 Mm -hmm. but i feel like it missed a lot of the magic that the first one had one thing that i it just stuck with me the whole time um i really think and just spoilers uh, we've already mentioned that right Oh, yeah. Um, this is a full spoiler to, review. If you're listening yeah. to an episode it, titled Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I'm hoping you know there's going to be yeah, spoilers. Seen it. You never know. Some people will be like, what? Why are you just spoiling the movie for me? No, you're right. You're 100% I, I, think, right. I think the movie would have been more impactful had Rocket died. 100%. Um, that was a 100% they, Marvel decision, not James Gunn. Oh. It, really? I thought yeah. they were going to kill Peter Quill. I thought Star I thought Lord. they were going to kill any one of them at mm. any point of the movie. <laughs> there yeah. were multiple times okay, when I thought but, Groot was dead, Drax was but, dead. <laughs> Andy. So you got to think, like, this is Disney. It's Disney, right? You look at Star Wars, they do the same thing. They'll bait characters death the entire episode or movie or whatever and not actually follow through with it. So I, I, it's 
it's kind of a, it's a small thing, but I. You're um, saying story wise, it, it would have made story more sense. Yeah, I wish they would have just killed him off rather than just having him incapacitated for the majority of the movie because I like Rocket and I like his character, especially in the other two. And not having him in this one, it definitely felt like something was missing. Mm. No, um, actually, definitely in that aspect. And so, and plus, like uh, the CGI is a little bother me. I feel like they're like not spending; they don't have the budget like they used to. But the CGI is more noticeable. They might be using more of it. Mm. Um, and this is a very small thing, but uh, early on, like Baby Rocket. His voice and it, it just annoyed the crap out of me. Like, oh, I'm with it you. It sounded like it, totally. It sounded like a man was impersonating a child's voice instead of the voice being a child. It was a well, man pretending to be a child. That's because it was Bradley Cooper pretending like to be a child's voice. It was like <laughs> yeah, it sounded exactly. like that because that's what, it was. that's what it was. I don't know if that was Bradley Cooper as the as Baby Rocket. I, I feel like I saw yeah. a different. Voice. Was there someone Wait, else really? credited? I think I think oh. there was a different voice. Credit. Oh, gotta, gotta check our facts, it. I guys. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you, Andy. It was like, so, I think you need to realign the screen and take five of the well, different well, thing. <laughs> I like, mean, but how did we respond to Hertz when he said that? Oh, you mean oh, you mean you didn't don't, you didn't don't cry? Do that. Oh. Yeah, I, did. I cried. Yeah. I did too. All I because could think my of was dog my looks like a raccoon. <laughs> I oh, yeah. dude, I know. I, I was thinking the same thing the whole movie. I think just like it's. I would, I would, it's not animal, animal abuse, but I just feel like the amount of like animal cruelty that was mm. going on in it. Yeah, cruelty. I, that was like I don't want to see this. I felt like it I was hard to watch. To shield my eyes, both of it. Um, so that I feel like that kind of lessened your it. enjoyment of the movie. Yeah, mm. I can see that. Yes, yeah. And then this is this is a weird one. Okay, so you know the um, uh, so the gold guy i can't remember his name he's adam a, warlock really powerful dude adam warlock yeah the warlock so the the actor that plays him um brandy was the one that i mentioned it to me and after she mentioned to me while will, we were in the theater i couldn't stop no. seeing it oh no the only thing i've only seen him in other than this is we're the millers yeah seen in that where he like <laughs> gets bit or whatever in the in the you know and then that's by like a, a spider <laughs> or scorpion or something oh no. and like it like swells up He's just this like goofy kid, and he's in this Marvel movie. I'm like, okay, dude. I mean, like, he was I a goofy kid in this Marvel me. movie. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm actually Typecast. with you right there, Andy, because that, that's one of the main things that I've seen him in, in too. Mm. And all I could think of was him singing uh, "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls" by TLC in that. In <laughs> you guys, the I'm gonna give you some homework <laughs> so you can stop thinking about Will Poulter as that child from the. <laughs> Wasn't he uh, in The Giver? No, go watch Bandersnatch Maze, on Netflix. Maze the, Runner, the black, yeah, Black Mirror, oh, the Bandersnatch. Black Mirror. Yep, I knew he watch was in that, that one too. He's insane. In really, that. so good. Um, Bandersnatch is a choose-your-own-adventure yeah. Netflix movie, um, hmm. and is so so good. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. Like the stuff yeah. that he does in that is very good. That's the only thing I've seen him in. Oh, really? So, yeah, that's all um, I know him. I'm as. like Maze Runner and We're the Millers. I know he's in those. I just haven't seen them. Yeah, <laughs> he does kind of like in what I've seen him in. He kind of plays an annoying character. He so does. it did. I'm with you in that it it pulled me out a little bit seeing him as a recognizable <laughs> face and what I've seen him in before, but not so much that it was like a detriment to yeah. the film. Yeah. 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 
My well, wife, my wife kept yeah. commenting on the fact that he like got so jacked for this movie and he was shirtless for about a half a second before passing out. And I know they really did not know <laughs> worth it, not. which you know what? I really appreciate that because yeah. they stopped showing Peter Quill. They stopped showing yeah, uh, Chris they, Pratt. He had his one contractual one in the first movie and then they were like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. all. You- <laughs> <laughs> well, Connor, what did you think entertainment wise guys? Guys, uh, you're not kidding. This was definitely the best Marvel movie of Phase Four, Five, Four. Is five? this? I don't know. Or maybe, maybe this kicked off Phase Five. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> or something. I don't know. This is the best Marvel movie since Endgame. 100% hands down. Even better was, than Spider-Man. Even better than Spider-Man. Okay. I agree. Because that's the only thing it's competing with. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Like, hey, hey, I loved Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Did you really? really? I, I thought loved, it was really lame. I loved that movie. Okay. <laughs> I love. Well, you this. just are. T- you're too much of a hardcore fan of Ant Man and Paul Rudd. Like, Dude, you, I love. I love Ant Man. You just automatically. I love, love Ant Man too. He it's might not Ant Man. It's uh. It's okay. Ka- who? Paul K- Rudd. Kang the Conqueror. Paul Rudd, the actor. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul Dude, Paul I am a Paul die, Rudd fan. I am a diehard Paul Rudd fan. Yeah. He can do no wrong. No, I agree. <laughs> he was not the issue with that movie. Like the actors in that movie were not the issue with that movie. The issues with that movie is like half of it is on the cutting room floor. Like half of that movie just doesn't make sense. But moving mm, on, I liked it. This is the best movie <laughs> since since Endgame. Since since Endgame. Okay, so definitely um, entertaining. Although I did still give it. An 82 out of 100. Oh, really? So, number one, Ooh. the first act was slow. Mm. Like, for the, yep. the kind of the story going forward was kind of convoluted. Like, oh, yeah, we have to go find out more, get this access code to this thing attached to Rocket's Heart. And yeah, it just it wasn't like enough for me, like enough mm. of a driving force. Like, okay. I wasn't totally invested. Yep in the storyline until about the set about almost halfway through the movie. Mm. And then all of a sudden everything yeah. started coming together and mm. they introduced more of the high evolutionary and his background and how he's tied in with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of definitely takes away a little bit for me. I also didn't like the, although the, the music choices were incredible for oh, this yeah. movie. Much, much better than guardians too. Yes. That, that was my biggest yeah. letdown of two was that the music I was like these are good songs yeah like, for sure but they're like <laughs> number volume one is like the best soundtrack like not yeah. original soundtrack of all time like it is so well put together so and I think that this one too um, while the songs in volume one are definitely some of the best mm-hmm. overall songs that they they could have put together the songs mm-hmm. in this one better correlated with Agreed. each scene that they were played in. Oh yeah. So like the beginning yeah, yeah. with the acoustic version of creep was just yeah. like <sighs> chilling. But I also like, it kind of hurt me to see them like my first coming back. Cause I didn't watch the Christmas special. So oh, really? I yeah. Did. Was, I, oh man. I missed was, the Christmas special, really good. which I need to go back yeah. and watch it because they say that I, there's like stuff that ties in with this. Not, one. It's not a ton. Like, but just a little but it bit. Is, it, it's also just worth a watch. Like, it is a good Christmas special. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna have to go back and watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I I hated seeing like you know Star Lord like drunk, passed mm-hmm. out, like yeah. them just kind of like broken, sad people, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of like not really working together and kind of this just disjointed team mm-hmm. and it it like ugh, ugh, i just didn't like it okay yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the it. and actually andy i totally agree with you i missed rocket the whole yeah the whole movie yeah. I, I missed rocket that's and, a really good point and he was he was definitely um 
I mean, especially how much we got of him in Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Like he was, they were, he shined through in, mm-hmm. in those movies and yeah. Guardians 2 and obviously yeah. Guardians 1 yeah. as well. And so they took him out so early in the so film early. and he was gone for so much of it. Well, he is the MacGuffin. Yep. So. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm glad, I, I love, I know why they had to do it. Mm-hmm. I know why they had to show them so broken up mm-hmm. in the very beginning, all to drive and create this, and what ended up being a really amazing story. Yep. Um, but it's still just kind of like that first act, my first introduction back into mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is, I'm like, I hope the whole movie is not like this. And then... <laughs> You know, then Rocket gets killed. And it was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of on the same line of what you're talking about, I've got another listener comment for us from Mama Walser, who is actually another podcaster. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah, she just started her podcast called Disnerd Mama, I think it's called. Mm, Is she a a Disney nerd? Disney nerd, yeah. Yeah. And a mama. Nice. And a mama. Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she says, I'll be honest, I was nervous about this one just because Volume 2 was in my top three favorite Marvel movies of all time. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They, but they more than delivered. We absolutely loved the Christmas special they did Mm -hmm. and love how the storyline was carried through this movie as well. Uh, The ending was phenomenal. Everything I needed and everything I didn't know I needed it to be. Yeah. My favorite was letting the audience hear Groot for ourselves mm-hmm. at the very end. Yeah. Such a sweet and emotional moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That moment for me, I did not like that. Mm. It was too much of Fast and Furious Vin Diesel. Oh, just. Uh, it definitely sounded very. Family. Yeah. It definitely Open sounded, a Corona for the family. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely sounded very Vin Diesel y and less like. Yeah, unless unless group, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Which, although you know why they did that, right? Well, so yeah, it's like we all understand him. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. wasn't It wasn't them saying, "Oh, he's learning more words." It was them kind of letting us. Yeah, it was in on his language almost. Exactly. It wasn't like the first. Okay, I like where he says we are Groot. Yeah, it's like it's him. It's us. Like we, they just showcase it like fifteen seconds before with Gamora understanding him for the first time and not and like catching it and she's like oh i actually understand him yeah and then we get to understand him it's yeah exactly. it's, it's so kind of like you, the, the chewbacca develop, han yeah. solo relationship where chewbacca's just but he knows what he's saying yeah. no but that's a real language okay all right <laughs> well Gersh is a real language too Kashikian. no it's just a, it's isn't it about Shri-wook? isn't that what it's called i don't know what language? it's called but it's like that hey you develop that I, I'm out Star Wars nerding you guys right now. Of course Look you it are. Look it up. It's Shri Wook. Of course That's you are. That's the language. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. That was, I, I liked that moment. It was cute. So, okay. Well, yeah, it was I, good. And the way I you guys were saying it, of it, yeah. it, it made yeah, more no, sense. But the, I appreciate line, that The line more. delivery was like, wow, it's Vin Diesel. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, Eric, what do you think, entertainment-wise? So I have not done one of these before, so I definitely... But I... I I was thoroughly entertained the entire movie, so I gave it a hundred. <laughs> Perfect score. Uh, but like, I straight up, I don't. Wow. It like oozed charisma. It has all the style in the world. Like, even during the slow bits, like there was all the stuff happening in the background of Rocket walking through up until they got to the giant testicle in the sky. Like, they got to that. <laughs> what? The planet. The, the 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 where they had to go and they had all the suits on. I forget what it's called. Oh, oh yeah, 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 the Orgo organic. Corp. Yeah, yeah, Orgo Corp. Yeah, that was just a giant testicle um that was a really gross <laughs> it was super gross it, but was, it was stylized it was super stylish the entire movie was super stylish every single part of yeah. it was like just 
oozed style. So I like reading the description you sent me of what entertainment needs to be. I was entertained the entire time. The background setting, the dressing, mm. everything was top yeah. tier. Um, I mean, it stuck to its guns. Like yeah. the Orga Corp. Like okay, everything was bone, yeah. or it was flesh, yep. or it was organ. Like yeah. you know. And then, so like, I did appreciate, it. even though it was gross, it yeah. was like at least consistent. They had their Among Us suits on and stuff. It was great. Like <laughs> I loved every second of it which then, actually the the suits were <laughs> a callback to uh space odyssey 2001 dude really? i thought oh, i thought really? it was among us i didn't know that among it us. did look like among us yeah. but i thought something different you guys ever seen the band okay go in yeah. all of their music videos yeah yeah that was a, that was exactly an okay go well music I, video. I wouldn't put it past james gunn to have all three of those be the reason he did that yeah to be honest yeah you're yeah. Probably. <laughs> he probably did all three um, but yeah, I gave it a hundred. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I need to elaborate on it too much. Like it straight up was just an entertaining movie with a lot of style. James Gunn knows style. Like that's literally his whole thing is just like aesthetic stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, and like, yeah, there, there, there was definitely, it, it was slow at the start, but like it picked up really fast. My wife pointed out when we mm-hmm. saw it, she's like, when I saw Peter Quill, like super drunk and sad because of Gamora, um, which side note. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but James Gunn wanted her to stay dead. And she, like, and also, if you notice, Peter Quill doesn't have his mask in this movie, even though he yeah. got it back in uh, yeah. in game. Yeah. Um, the reason why is because James Gunn broke it in the second movie on purpose so that it would be gone. And he <laughs> killed, he wanted Gamora to die in, uh, I, it was either he wanted her to die. I think he didn't want her to die originally. And then he was like, okay, she's dead. Well, I'll keep her dead. And then... <laughs> Disney was like, no, we're going to bring her back. Mm. And so that's why the, her at the beginning, like her whole thing feels like very disjointed and just like random at first. Yeah. Because she's like, well, mm. she's alive now. I have to bring her back yeah. into the story somehow. And it made sense for her to go to the Ravagers. And it was cool to say, see the Ravagers again um, with like all the random celebrities that play characters there, like Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson and Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Which I, Miley Cyrus was the, replaced in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, she's literally just a head. That's a I know, right? She yeah. she did voice it in the second one. Yes, but then who was Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson is like the icicle looking dude. I think. That's really? Right. Yeah. That's who it was. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Because he was credited. Because he had a, a. Did it actually show his face? Because I I remember seeing an article after I saw it being like. People were pissed that he was in it, but I don't even remember seeing him. Weird. No, I think he was all CGI. Like he yeah. was literally just the icicle man of yeah. the Ravagers. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> know yeah. the like lore behind those characters that showed up in the second one? So uh-uh. yeah, they're the original yes. in the original Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. comet comic yeah those were the guardians of the galaxy yeah. the icicle man icicle man and the, the robot head, head. And yep. sylvester stallone and like the weird really? like snake looking guy yeah those are all the original guardians of the galaxies when like they didn't when that title didn't mean what it means now yeah really yeah. interesting wow um but yeah i thought it was great <gasps> all um, right i'm gonna start off with a hundred full hundred yeah okay I gave this an 89 in entertainment because I thought it was wow. highly awesome. Highly awesome. Highly awesome. Yes. So not highly quite, awesome. Not quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Not in our 90s, but highly awesome um, because I thought it did the three main things that every Guardians movie does, mm-hmm. which is humor, music, and action. Mm-hmm. The hum- there were some awesome laughs yeah. in this movie. I mean, Drax just kept delivering. Oh, Dude, yeah. he was so, one of the best characters, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm angry too. 
He's like pretending to be angry. Like I love the. Uh, Were you pretending to be angry again? The whole couch bit was incredible. <laughs> what am I, I, oh yeah, I find it very hard what to believe the, that what it doesn't it? have multiple purposes. Yeah, yeah. What is his purpose? <laughs> what is he even here for? <laughs> so Not to lounge. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! So goodness. proud of him so too, hilarious. overcoming his sensitive nipples and wearing a shirt the entire movie. Good for him. <laughs> so proud. This isn't my color. It's yeah, true. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part actually. Oh man! But yeah, I just I laughed so hard. Like there was some like genuine laughs. Like it was there wasn't cheap laughs in my yeah. mind. Really good, funny stuff. Um, and then like yeah, we already talked about the music. Like, dude, I'm listening to the soundtrack mm-hmm. all the time now because I'm just like, oh, you know, when you listen to a song in a movie, it takes on a different feeling, yes. you know, like the, the do you realize song. Or you say maybe you're hooked on that feeling. I'm hooked on that feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when they're flying through space and Drax is about to give him like the metaphor conversation and he's just kind of like in his feelings, like listen to the headphones, you know, yeah. like. That scene, I don't know why, but it really got me. And so now that song, which didn't really mean anything to me before this movie, now I'm like, oh, now I'm feeling myself when I, you know, I'm in my feelings when I listen to that song. So, yeah, they did excellent. I love how they moved from 80s to 90s, and then they ended it with the 2000s, like, era music. Mm -hmm. It's true. That was really clever. I liked it. Yeah. uh, James Gunn, like, said that the... uh, the dog days are over was always that song too. Like he had always envisioned ending mm. the movie with that song, which I thought was very so curious. beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Such a beautiful because you would think it's like okay, there's got to be a, a plethora of songs that were like okay, this could fit, and now let's figure out which one. And he's like, nope, it was always that song. Like I was like, yeah. okay, that is a man with a vision. If he can that is, single out yeah. one song to represent the two thousands, and he nailed it. Like <laughs> yeah. he really nailed <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, and then. It, the trifecta, the third one, action. This super delivered on some awesome action. Mm-hmm. The prime example, the hallway scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They play the Beastie Boys. And like I leaned yeah. over. I saw this movie twice. So I went and saw it with you, Connor. And then I went and saw it with Haven, my wife. And, and when that scene was coming up, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, get ready for the best scene in the movie, Haven. Yeah. And I was like, I would pay $20 for this scene alone, <laughs> just to see this scene the whole time, just like yes, yeah. like they they perfectly give every character like the spotlight to show off their fighting style, oh, yeah. and you can see everything. I, I hate when action is like yeah. shaky cam and you like oh yeah they just beat everybody, but like no, this showed you every move that they made, oh, yeah. and it was just one of the most beautifully chore- choreographed fight scenes I've seen in a long time. So mm-hmm. yeah. Highly awesome. The only reason I didn't give it more mm-hmm. is because of kind of what you were saying, Andy, with like the animal cruelty was hard to watch. Um, yeah. Also what you guys were saying about the lack of rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just kind of when I was co- contemplating going to see it again for the second time, I was like, do I really want to sit through this movie again? Mm-hmm. It's like two and a half plus hours. Is it really? like? There was a question behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't just like dying yeah. to go see it again. Yeah. So. Yeah. For those reasons, I do just knock it a little bit, but still, I mean, eighty nine. I think that's a good score. with Rocket in this movie. I agree. Like I, met, I missed Rocket, but I think he was such a good MacGuffin that actually united everybody so well. Yeah. Um, with Rocket in the movie, we would not have had like Nebula shining and becoming a star. Like, yeah. like she was so good in this movie. Mm. Uh, Mantis just like stole. It's every true. Scene. She really came like, out and those, shined. Neither like. 
if Rocket was in this, he wouldn't have been in danger as much, and like Nebula would not. We like half of this movie's character development is Nebula, like showing that, mm. like, oh hey, yeah, I actually care about these people. Like, right, yeah. finally, it like literally the mm. first scene is like Nebula carrying drunk Quill, like, yeah, <laughs> like literally, it's like she's immediately like, okay, this is the person that's tried to kill them like fifty times, and now she's like carrying his drunk self. Like, yeah, like taking care of him. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, like this yeah. is crazy. Um, she was she was honestly one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Well, that gives us an average score of eighty seven point three for bumped, our I bumped that up, man. I yeah, that up I like it. Head. You know what? That's pretty fair. Yeah, square. This was an amazing movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's kick into our entertainment or education category. Connor, do you want to explain what we're talking about with education? Yeah, I lost my script. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. So <laughs> do you I have remember? no idea where the script is. Well, but I'm going to wing it. Hope, hope. I'm going to wing it, guys. So education here. So what are we looking for? So we're looking, is there a moral to this story? Is this, is this story, is this movie trying to teach us something? Um, are there lessons, themes, overall, overarching... Messages. Messages in this. So for me... I actually gave this a 95 out yeah. of 100. Ooh. Oh, so, wow. dude, this movie just just smacked in <laughs> in education, yeah. okay? Like I just felt that overall like everything going on, all of the subtext behind every scene, the how he in- integrated like the music into each scene so every every song every you know every lyric in the in the song mm-hmm. represented something in the movie very as intentional well. it was extremely intentional and extremely well done and it reminded me a lot of uh one of my other favorite directors um man guys it's been a long day what movie baby driver oh uh west no mm. not no. not west anderson it's no. um uh, edgar wright edgar wright yeah who Bingo. also does that, mm-hmm. where he integrates every song into yeah. the scene itself, and mm-hmm. it has like some sort of meaning behind it as well. Yeah, typically. So I just absolutely loved that. I thought they did a great job. That yeah, that goes a long way in conveying the message. Side yeah. note. So, do you know the like Edgar Wright MCU stuff? Uh, Ant Man. Yeah, he was so, so like. Yeah, that's you, why I love Ant Man. But he didn't direct it. <laughs> He didn't? Or no, did he, he just, pulled out. He just... I thought it... No, wait. he pulled out because of creative differences. So think of a world. Think of the alternate universe where Edgar Wright directed the Ant-Man movie and how much more obsessed he would... Like, if you love <sighs> Ant-Man now... Dude. Well, Paul I don't Rudd, think I could handle it. I'd probably yeah, poop plus, myself. Like, <laughs> Paul Rudd plus Edgar Wright. Plus, plus Simon <laughs> Pegg, plus Nick Frost. Because yeah, they have to be because in, he always... Yeah, yeah they yeah. always have to be well, in At there. least... I think it's Nick Frost. I think Nick Frost is in every movie. I think Simon Pegg is in less of them now. Yeah, but I think he's, he's I think Nick Frost now, is in right. every single one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. It would be incredible. Yeah. I can't remember who t- then who took over I for him. Know. I thought he. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The only like because like most of these directors, that's why it's such a big deal that James Gunn finished this trilogy because he's yeah. the only one that's done it. He's, mm. I think. Uh, oh, actually, no. I think uh, Spider Man, but that's kind of like side MCU because it's like not technically. It's weird, but. Um, cause there was a couple close cause like John Favreau didn't do Iron Man three. Um, it some, showed, it yeah. really showed. And <laughs> like, and then that's, that's the reason why Thor is getting a, a, a fourth movie 
it, like he got a fourth movie before like a lot of other people is because like they're like ah oh, the first two yeah Taika you're gonna get a trilogy mm-hmm. like that's why he's gonna get mm-hmm. a, a fifth yeah. movie is so that Taika can also be one of the people that got. A, th- a trilogy. I see. Yeah, because yeah. he, deser- he deserves it too. Like Taika is one of the. I best I mean, Ragnarok right? was one of the best yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah, Love, Love and Thunder, Love and Thunder not so much. Love not so Thunder much, but enterta- fairly entertaining. Yeah, like sure. there was the plot of that movie was like wild and everything. Christian Bale was great. Christian Education Bale. category, wah, entertainment. Yeah, yeah. this Christian is why we Bale have our metrics. Destroyed that yeah. movie. No, he, he was, was so good, and he was absolutely <laughs> wasted on a one-time character. But yes, that's neither here nor there. I guess it's. The Guardians are in that movie, so. <laughs> are they? Oh, yeah, they, they are, are in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, I the forgot Asgardians about that. Guardians of the Galaxy. The, As- the yeah. Asgardians. We just got a glimpse of what yeah. they really could be, mm, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but also, guys, the whole of Rocket's backstory was, like, extremely traumatic yeah. for me. Like, I even just see, like, a glimpse of it. Like, if I'm flipping through Instagram reels or something, and they, like, pull up a, a like a, a short scene mm-hmm. or they like reference to something during that time like it still haunts me yeah like i still like almost can't even think mm. about it like yeah. going back to see it a second time i'm like very afraid because you know what it, connor go and see it the second time makes it a lot better actually mm-hmm. really? it, it lessens the like the i don't know ick factor of mm-hmm. it like the trauma the trauma and you get to focus more on just like the heartfelt do you Nature have a dog, behind it? Connor? Yeah, I do. Caleb, you don't have a dog. Dude, it, I have a cat really that looks though. like a raccoon. Okay? Yeah, but we all hate that cat. <laughs> but yeah, okay? we, we do kind of all hate that cat. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate that cat. I have no issues with this cat. <laughs> yeah. Don't rope me in with you guys. You don't know this cat yet, okay, Eric? This cat, <laughs> this cat poops on everything. Yeah, the cat, <laughs> Andy the cat can, is rocket. Yeah. The cat is rocket. <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that's um, a big difference, having a dog, because he looks very, like, my dog literally looks like a raccoon. Yeah, like when baby, baby Rocket said hurts, like literally that's all I could think of was yeah. my dog. I don't barely even and like you my go dog. And you go and like, the next day you get your dog fixed. Yeah, I said, what is it? And that's all I could think of too. Is I was like, man, You're that's like, going to oh, be. You're like, oh no, hurts. That's going to be crushed yeah. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I got to do the same thing with my dog. Too, yeah, so, so yeah. you're like, well. Um, oh. So that was just like horrible horrible for me just mm-hmm. watching all of that and seeing that just scene where they all all of his friends die and yeah. really because of um i mean his like selfish hate like he was basically like you know the rabbit uh floor was getting out and she's saying come on let's go let's go oh, like she wasn't just saying that she was having a full-blown panic attack that stressed me the hell out oh, oh yeah i know dude <laughs> like, it was rocket floor teeth go now over and over again and i was like oh yeah. my god but if you think about it like lila was dead yeah. like they if they had left if they had tried to escape would they all would they have survived no. really that's Absolutely. how you I think thought so. i didn't look at no. it that way that's how i yeah i thought that if they would have run I thought they would no. they would have made it. Teeth yeah. teeth has two brain cells, uh, <laughs> but two big teeth. So yeah, he would have been dead. They so are larger fast. than yours. They are larger. Yeah, he would well, have been dead real quick. So that that hit me real hard. And then, mm. um, I mean, there's so much I can go so into. So this, this this movie tugged at your heartstrings. Yes, yeah. and that's yeah that that goes towards the the education category like, for sure. Absolutely, like, like I'm the, still feeling it like three weeks later now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Andy, what did you think education-wise? So, I mean, I don't think it – I've heard a lot, and there's like a whole screen rant like episode about the, the this like deep meaning to the movie, which I'm, I'm intrigued about. 
but I guess I just don't have the knowledge as just a, I would consider myself an average, like, movie viewer for MCU. Like, I, I don't know the deep lore behind it. I don't know all the hitting meanings. So all that stuff gets lost on me. And for this movie specifically, you know, I'm left with just the, the surface level education, like the, the animal cruelty, the, you know, you got your, your two friends that are, are dumb and they don't really help out. But then, or at least according to one character, um, <laughs> I'm talking about Mantis and Drax. There's that comment that Gamora made that like, oh, you guys do anything. You're just, you know, you're just there. But then, you know, two, two scenes later, they're like helping and they um, saved, you know, they saved the day with kind of their own special talent. So that's, that's the surface level stuff that I saw. I I just didn't get too deep in it, like I said, but. So um, what do you give it? And I believe, I believe that it's there and I believe there's a lot of hidden meaning and a big educational value. So um, I'll give it a 75 yeah that's what i gave it um i thought there you go there was i thought it was great um i thought it did um, my main reason for just this category would be i think this movie it kind of fixed a problem that the mcu has had since endgame Mm. because endgame really was about the highest stakes possible right You had the universe. Yeah. <laughs> and once that was over, it felt like a culminating event that was like, okay, it's over now. Mm-hmm. But then afterward, of course, you know, I don't know, Disney's trying to, you know, continue riding this train and they invent the multiverse, yeah. right? Which is fine. It's good. It expands so much. Stuff. It does raise the stakes in a way. Like yeah. they go there with Loki and they, you know, it's yeah. Quantumania. And that's where it should have stayed. It should have stayed in Loki. Because Loki did for, it really great, for years, actually. It should have yeah. stayed. Yeah. But they're trying to, I don't know, because of the multiverse, I mean, like, um, the Doctor Strange, Multiverse Mm -hmm. of Madness, I thought that was a really terrible movie. I was Um, so excited for that movie. And it was really disappointing, yeah. It was, like, honestly the most disappointed I've been in a Marvel movie because it was, like, Doctor Strange is finally getting his second movie. The last two times we saw him, he was, like, bodying people and, like, doing crazy things. He was one of the greatest characters in the Infinity Saga. Like, like. So good. And then just absolutely... Totally trashed him. See, here's the thing. I really liked that movie, and I watched it twice in theaters. Mm. So the first time I watched it, I was like, whoa, that was not what I expected. But going back and watching it a second time Mm. completely changed my view of it. Mm. Better? Better. Do you like Sam Raimi movies? I do like Sam Raimi movies. And by the only Sam Raimi movies that I do know and like are Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. This movie was too Sam Raimi for me. But it was... I know a lot of his works, and I've, like seen stuff from him so um i know he's very much like a horror yeah and so there was tons of that in his campy horror though yeah he's not like jump scare if this was like actually if if multiverse madness leaned into the like horror more it would have been a better movie yeah i think Mm. well what i was getting at with the multiverse stuff is that it feels like they're trying to raise the stakes but it's not quite hitting like i don't know just me personally i think I'm yeah. not quite bought into the multiverse being this higher stakes thing. It doesn't feel like that mm. on a on a felt level. It doesn't feel like higher stakes to me because I look at these other timelines and I don't really care about the other mm. timelines, you know? So yeah. yep. 
But what this movie did that fixed that, it raised the stakes by honing in mm-hmm. deeper, taking a closer look. The stakes in this movie were Rocket's life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to the Guardians of the Galaxy, those are the highest stakes possible. To the fans, too. Yeah. yeah. Like you're actually. To me. Like, yeah. Because, like, with, with Endgame, Tony dying was highest stakes, right? That was the biggest thing that, like, the MCU could literally lose. Yeah. To, like, save everyone. But, like, it was unpreventable, right? That was the one thing, right? But with this movie, it was like, okay, now a character is possibly dying the entire time, but it's preventable, and we're going to do everything we can yeah. to fix this problem. So, because of that, that brought the weight mm-hmm. again. That has been missing, I feel, from recent Marvel movies. So because they got that right, I felt because they raised the stakes in that way, that really engaged my my heart, I suppose, in the movie to care. They made me care about what was happening and why they needed to do this. That that drives the education section for Mm. me. So I gave it a 75. I think it was great. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Nice. Uh, I changed my score. Um, mm, we I, convinced you. No, I raised it up. Oh. Um, I went from an 80. <laughs> I know. I can't believe you guys are giving it so low. I what went from good? 80 to an 85. Ooh, um, okay. Tell us why. So this is a very cliche like movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's the third Guardians movie that's based off of found family. Like That's literally every single one of these movies is like, yeah, just like it's the fa- family. Fast you, and Furious. Yes, it's know? the family you choose. Like mm-hmm. That's the whole point of the Guardians of the Galaxy. But... I thought it was really well done. There was actual like backstory on a character we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Rocket has the only person more mysterious than Rocket is Groot. <laughs> like literally. Like we have no idea what his backstory is at all. Yeah. It was very very briefly referenced in Guardians 1 and then never brought up again. Mm-hmm. Um it Ooh. was uh, he was pulled apart and put back together over and over and over again when he's all drunk and fighting with Drax he says that and then that's Yeah. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. And I don't... Um, in in the comics, I believe Rocket literally is just a alien species that happens to look like a raccoon. Um, <laughs> and he's just, he's just a sentient species that looks like a raccoon. Um, so to tie him in with the high evolutionary, which is literally one of the best villains they've ever done because I have never actually wanted a villain to die mm. so bad yeah. in a movie. In uh, and ever, ever, I it's don't. It's the think. animal cruelty, man. Yeah, it really. Yeah. Just, and the just, yeah. he's just a psychopath. He has no redeemable I mean, qualities. Just killing, committing genocide over mm-hmm. and over again yep. with all of his failed yep. species, and also no redeeming qualities. I love that James Gunn was like, "I'm not going to make this guy like." He always oh, got a tragic backstory. He was mistreated. Blah 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 blah. He's just a bad dude he's just through a and terrible, through. Terrible, terrible person. <laughs> um, within a, that actor, I don't know his name, but oh my god, like that guy, absolutely destroyed he was so good and like if it was anybody else it probably wouldn't have been as good um but yeah it it, as an education thing i think you guys were talking about you know it's like how did it make you feel it made me feel really good like overall like the 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 animal cruelty stuff was terrible obviously and like super sad and everything like that but Mm -hmm. the chosen family thing was like i i i was thinking about i was like wow they've done the same story three times basically where it's just like 
big bad, but on the way we're going to find out that we're the, the family that matters was the ones we chose all along. Mm. And I'm like, every single time it still works. Like, yeah, <laughs> like literally the first one is like Peter being abducted. Then he gets roped in with this group and he's normally a loner. Then the second one is literally like, I'm not, I wasn't your father, but I'm your daddy. Yeah. Like literally. And then this one is like rocket being like, I lost my friends. I want to die. But I'm like, wait, no, my family's still alive and they still need me. And that was the whole thing. So like, yeah. Yeah. all three of those movies are literally exactly the same. Like, overarching pro, uh, like thing but like this one was done so well and focused yeah. so much and every single character got the shine every character got their nice send off um, it made sense for the Guardians going forward like Star-Lord's gonna get his own series like movie that's what the legendary Star-Lord yep, will return, will return. Mm. that new team of Guardians of the Galaxy has me hyped because they are now I really want to see more of them because you know why give me a Disney Plus series why is because the that team is so powerful like the three people not counting Groot and Rocket on that team that they added are beasts like Cosmo the girl I can handle this all on my lonesome if you want to chill yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, Craglin's okay. Uh, I love Craglin. Don't get me wrong but like he's definitely arrow that's like a superhero absolutely no for sure Um, superpower but like those three, the, the the little girl, I forget her name. She's she is a future Captain Marvel. Um, okay. Uh, when she grows up, and then um, Adam Warlock is just insane. I mean, we've powerful. seen his yeah. power and displayed. Then, yeah, which mm-hmm. he really grew on me. I didn't like him in the beginning. But yeah, I was his, very. His arc was his arc was great. great. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. I I I get the feeling I'm the only one that really like knows knows the comics. That is the yep. wildest take on Adam Warlock of all time. Really? That man is the most important part of like the Infinity Saga. Like he is a genius. Mm-hmm. He is so powerful. He has the soul stone in his forehead that they like So he spun. was essentially Vision. Yes. Except like space. He's basically space Jesus. Like straight up. <laughs> yeah. Like he's it comes down to in the Infinity War, I believe, I like might be misremembering this, but it's like Silver Surfer, Captain America, Adam Warlock, and Nebula and Thanos. That's oh, it. That's really? all that's left. Oh, okay. Um and like Adam Warlock is so incredibly important to the MCU that I was like, Oh, they made him a himbo. That's crazy. <laughs> but I'm fine with it because it's James Gunn. Like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like you gotta do something different with him because the Infinity Saga happened. So I'm like, what are you going to do with Adam? Yeah. Where are you going to bring him in? Um, But yeah, Mm -hmm. I think the overall like education value of it, it was a good story. Like from top, from the beginning, seeing all disheveled to everybody being a part at the end, but happy. Like everybody got their stuff. Yeah. So that's why I gave it an 85. All right. Well, our average then comes out to 82.5. So Mm. still within the 80, still awesome. Um, like the awesome mixtapes, this nice. uh, it's oh, we're boo. on theme. Bad joke, bad joke. It. It Just was, a connection. It's not it a joke. Yeah. It's not supposed to be funny. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> oh boy, I made a hooked on a feeling joke earlier. So I, I let that slide. <laughs> but yeah. you know, was, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's tackle our third and final category. Andy, do you want to tell us about what we're talking about in the influence category? Yes, of course. So. An influence. We're looking at what you know, how how timeless the movie is. Did the movie change or better society? And then that kind of impact it had on that that good old pope culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I was curious. I'm glad you guys are going first on this one because I literally don't have a score on this because I was like, yeah, it's it's a tough category for a new movie. Yes. Okay. I, I was wondering how because you yeah. That. So and often we look at it. Oh, did it influence? 
society? Did it yeah. influence the film industry? So, but for a new movie, sometimes we focus on the personal influence. Okay. Did it have influence on yeah. you as a person individually? Okay. And that can also play into the score. Got it. So, um, yeah. Andy, why don't you start us off? What did you think, influence-wise? So, I, I'm going to rate it kind of low at 65, just because mm. I, I feel like with it being James Gunn's last Guardians movie, it he leaves stuff open for people to take over. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it will be taken over is another question. Um, especially just given the... You know, the the characters and the actors in this, they really brought those characters to life, brought it to the screen, brought it to our imaginations. And I I know the um, Zoe, what's her name? Whoever plays Gamora. Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Um, no, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. I'm pretty sure she already announced that she wants somebody else to take over that role. Um, oh. I mean, the two, the two cool characters that are super easy to do um rocket and Groot? Uh, Groot. i mean voice actors like anybody could do that well <laughs> you know? both of them have committed i think like bradley cooper was super involved in this press tour which he's never been in, in the past hmm. and i think it was it was to showcase that like no he's gonna do it and then vin diesel is not gonna yeah. stop cashing that check to say, three. To say yeah, yeah i'm yeah. Groot. yeah oh yeah, there, god yeah there's no way it's so easy that's <laughs> yeah. all you gotta do yeah um but then, I mean, just the, the the whole James Bond ending with the Star Wars will return. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm just curious to see where the franchise is going to go. And, I mean, to be honest, with this having been James Gunn's last outing, um, I think I feel like it could have been stronger. And I just didn't see the the magic. I, I almost mm-hmm. feel like he, he's like half half of his foot is in the door mm-hmm. um still and like the other half is at dc so i feel like he just wasn't completely in it gotcha. for this last one yeah i think james like I, going back to like the characters and stuff i'm so concerned about uh a chris pratt solo star lord movie not directed by james gunn mm-hmm. because because james gunn yeah. is literally the only person that has made chris pratt seem like a actual a-list celebrity movie star to me like he fair, not every a... single time he's in a movie where he's like a grizzled like military person i'm like no no that's not like, who you are i know it doesn't fit does <laughs> like, it yeah, yeah. so yeah. like but he's a badass like he's still a badass as peter quill yeah but james gunn that goofy side yeah though. james gunn b- pulls out all the b- believableness of like yeah it's like it's like with a coach where like a player is like a system player mm-hmm. and they go to a different team and they're terrible because they were part like that's chris pratt he's bad in everything else he's in like that isn't like a comedy yeah that's like fair. he is not the big like muscular strong like uh a-list celebrity that hollywood wants him to be he is the goofy like he needs to be more like lean into the ryan reynolds sides of thing yeah. like ryan reynolds yeah. has the yeah. supermodel body the superhero look but he's like no, I'm not gonna like. I'm Deadpool. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Like I'm gonna be this quirky, yeah, like funny. Exactly. Like, yeah. Hmm. So, I think uh, that I'm so concerned. Like, it, like I don't know what that's gonna be like. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can I go next on this one? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Thank you. Yes. You can. Vetoed. 
Uh, I actually gave this a 74 okay. because I think it, it had great influence mm-hmm. um, in the ways that we can judge. Inf- uh, we can't really judge too much yeah. on, you know, the s- societal influence or the industry on film or a little bit, actually, because I think this really did. And I mean, time will tell kick off a better season for the MCU. I agree. Like this was a step in the right direction that righted the course. Mm-hmm. I mean, We've all kind of been saying it. The MCU, ever since Endgame, has been a hit or miss. Yep. And it's yeah. not really been reliable to go. Yeah. You don't really know that you're going to get an Iron Man or mm-hmm. a Captain America or one of those you know, really great movies. How, did, go we, to see how did we feel about uh, Shang-Chi? I loved it. Me too. I heard nothing but good things yeah. about it. I never saw it, actually. Un- until the end. Until like It the, was fine, uh, yeah. Until that, the final battle. Until thing. this movie, I think it had like the best like hand-to-hand combat in, oh, easy. in the MCU. Yeah, this movie now like has some insane hand-to-hand combat, but just pure... like That opening bus scene is nuts. It was so good. Um, but yeah, I just realized that came out after Endgame because I was like running through all the movies. I'm That's like, true. Oh. I did forget about that one I was like, oh, wait. Well. No, that one's good. That one was good. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I think that speaks to the influence mm-hmm. of this movie to say, oh, I think it's pretty influential for a movie to do this good mm-hmm. in a franchise that's kind of been on the downslope lately. It's like 10 years. Like the, yeah. the, the Guardians movies have been coming out. I think yeah. the first one came out in yeah. like 2013 or something like that. And then the other part of it is just the personal influence. I mean, I saw it twice. Mm-hmm. That says something about it. And then, again, the fact that I've been listening to the yeah. soundtrack on repeat. And, and I've been hearing those songs all over the place. Oh, yeah. When I go to the store, when I go to the restaurant, when I... Yeah. Uh, we were... It's Connor and I were it's playing like pickleball sp- in the park the other night, <laughs> and it w- they, someone was playing those songs yeah. on their speaker. It's like the, the Stranger Things uh, <laughs> influence with uh, Running yeah. Up That Hill. Yeah, like, exactly. All of a that song it's in all the everywhere. memes. Yeah. It's Yeah, so I think that's pretty decent influence. So I yeah, get it 74. Thinking about it, Guardians 2 didn't come out in the TikTok era. So like... Yeah. Like if the first Guardians movie came out while TikTok was around, like those songs <laughs> would have been everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is it my turn? Go for it. Uh, I gave this a 70. Okay. All right. You know, it really, like, all of its influence comes from its predecessors. Mm-hmm. But I also. So feel it was like influenced. It was influenced and it kind of, like, is piggybacking off of those. Like, okay. I think that the this trilogy as a whole mm-hmm. will have an impact on later down the road, either on the MCU itself. I mean, already, like, the other two influenced several movies. I mean, yeah. number one, uh, Thor Ragnarok. I mean, yeah. they changed directions in the Thor movie because of how well the Guardians of the Galaxy was done, did oh. and kind of made it similar yeah. to that yeah. kind of that more com- that comedic well, style yeah. that kind of... Because there was supposed, the music, to, be, the there was supposed to be a cosmic side of things. Because like prior to James Gunn being unceremoniously fired and then brought back, yeah. Um, he was contractually the Kevin Feige of the cosmic side of things. That's right. I remember that. So he was supposed to do, like there was supposed to be the earth side of things and the cosmic side of things. And and James Gunn was going to be the entire plot of cosmic was going to be James Gunn. Interesting. And so that's why there was that vibe change. Because Thor Mm. is now a cosmic entity. Right. Uh, I mean, he's always technically been, but like, 
but less earth based yeah. and more like space. And then he got fired and in, in that amount of time DC could swoop in and hired him and now 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 he's just the Kevin Feige of DC. Of DC. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. It's going to be good. Um so it, 70. Overall I do think that uh the movie itself is also overshadowed by the whole MCU itself. I don't think that this is going to yeah. be a movie that will really pull tons of long-lasting influence. I mean, yes, it's a great movie. It's a standout in the MCU itself. But under the MCU umbrella, I think it's very, very hard for any of these movies to really shine like some other classics that we've talked about, such as, like, you know, you have your, like, your Jurassic Park, your Forrest uh-huh. Gump, your Inception, those it's, kind of movies. It's going to be very interesting looking back, like, you know, if in so let's say the original Star Wars came out in the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. So that was how many years ago? Like forty years. Forty ago. years ago. Think, I'll say thirty because that's when the four in thirty years the first one would have come out forty years ago. Like going back and watching that, like if somebody just discovers that and doesn't connect it to anything else, I can see it having the same amount of effect. Also, I feel like James Gunn is like one of the most influential directors out there. There's not many directors who have like, that's his style. Like there's the Taika, Mm, there's Edgar Wright, there's Mm. Wes Anderson. Yeah. There's obviously like Mm -hmm. the Steven Spielberg, like Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. They all have their style. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And there's, think about that. That's only like seven people we just named. And they all have a specific style. There's also directors out there that are just like, those are good. Like James Cameron, he's a good director. Yeah. Regardless of how, like, I don't really like his movies that much. But Martin like, Scorsese. Yeah. Like, he has good a style. Good directors. But James Cameron is like, he's a good director, but he doesn't have a style. He's not as, like, typecast yeah, into a exactly. certain style. Yeah. Um, so I think just because it's a James Gunn joint, basically, like, yeah. that means it's going to have lasting influence because yeah. he's, a, right now, he's, the like, one of the most influential directors. When he comes out with something, it's like, oh, shoot. Like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, like, exactly. I know I'm you gonna know, like this. And right movie. now it's all mm-hmm. superhero. You have yeah. Guardians. And it's gonna be forever. Suicide Squad. <laughs> but then you also have Scooby Doo. Yeah. Scooby Doo. The uh, with uh, the live action. The live action yeah, Scooby Doo. Absolutely. Did you know that was him? No, I did not. Really? I didn't oh. know that was him either. I didn't <laughs> know that, but now that you say that, it does make sense. Yeah. Like, so the live. That's why it's so bright. <laughs> that's why it's so bright. And yeah. It was actually supposed to be more. Um, I, re- I read all about it because I was we were just like watching it and all of a sudden James Gunn You're like, like name pops up there I was like what that can't be the same guy <laughs> you know, and I looked it up and I started going in a deep dive and now I have a much greater appreciation for the the Scooby Doo movies yeah me too all of a sudden <laughs> um, but it was actually supposed to be a lot more of an adult theme mm-hmm. so I mean it was supposed to be kind of like almost like, a lot that. more like sexual and violent and yeah. things like that. Um, leaning more towards adults, but then I think the studio got scared, of course and they, did. you know, they kind of backed away from that vision, yeah. which would obviously have been a true James Gunn vision. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to see the director's cut. I Come do, on, yeah. where's the where's the gun cut? Yeah, <laughs> the Snyderverse. The yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Well, Eric, after hearing all of our takes on influence. Does that give you a better idea of what yeah. you would score I, this? I, I, after just like one example, I, I give this a seventy-five. Um, more okay. so because like I, I did put like I can't really judge it too much because like it just came out but I, I think I lean towards wow. what you were saying Caleb like it is going to be so influential in the MCU like product wise mm-hmm. not you know I don't think it's going to really impact the grand scheme of the MCU that much but I think it's going to be like 
oh yeah, look at this villain that we made that has no redeemable qualities. Um, look at this this character that we've had this whole time and like we finally elaborated on him. Look at this like new character that we introduced, but we didn't really like shove him in your face. He was just kind of there. And now he's going to be a part of the MCU. And look how well all that worked. And like they're about to do a very, very, um, I don't think it's controversial, but it's going to be controversial because the, the world is the way it is. The Marvel's movie is going to be extremely controversial because it's three women. One of them is Muslim and one of them is black. And one of them speaks out against a lot of like, uh, misogynistic stuff. So it's just a like, but I think, I think them pushing it back. I think them like taking more time on it. I think all that stuff is already being influenced. I'm very disappointed that the, the, the blade movie got pushed back because that's the, like I'm most excited for that movie. 100%. Because Mahershala Ali Mm -hmm. talking about best actors alive. That guy is (laughs) absolutely insane. Um, and Blade is like one of the most fascinating characters. What is seen. that guy in? Bo- uh, what is Blade in? Like, or the Mahershala Ali? What else is he in? That uh, we the know? Green Book. Um, he oh, was in. Yeah. Okay. He was in uh, Daredevil. Uh, the first half. Or no, uh, Luke Cage. He was. Yeah, I was going to say he was the first. And he was of the Luke best. Cage. The first half of that season, and he's the best part of the whole show. Dang. Uh, was it only the first? half? Yes, they killed him off. It was so dumb. Um, <laughs> wow, he's incredible. He was incredible. That's the actually the only thing that I know him from. He's so it, good. It was, he's good in everything. Yeah. Um, and Blade is like one of the most interesting characters. Uh, and I'm very excited. But but yeah, I think it's very influential. Instead of being like, okay, we're going to focus on Big Bad. Like you mm-hmm. introduced Kang, who you've been hyping up since 2020. Yeah. Um, you introduced Kang. You've been saying this is Kang. Jonathan Majors is Kang. He's Kang. Kang's the conqueror. Kang's the big bad. He's the next Thanos. It's the age of Kang. Kang Dynasty. All this stuff. Yeah. And then he got beat by Ant Man and some ants. Yeah. Like his credibility is gone. <laughs> like I love Ant Man, <laughs> but he should have one died in that movie. Ant-Man should have died. To give, yeah, it really... I, I was very afraid they were going to kill off Paul Rudd. I was too, but I was like, I really liked his daughter. I thought she was fairly charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a lot of growth to do, obviously, but I think she's going to be, no pun intended, um, I think she's going to be good in the role. <laughs> nice. But, I like that one. Um, <laughs> it's because it's Ant-Man. There you go. That's yeah. the best. <laughs> I love me some Ant-Man jokes. But I thought he should have died. Um I think Wasp is a really good character still, so her dying would have been dumb. I think the fact that like there was no consequence to that movie was absolutely absurd. The fact that like they beat Kang, and it would have given him some credibility they if he had beat Ant Man. He said like I've killed so many Avengers. Yeah. Like really, we'll kill the easiest one then. Also, on top of that, like <laughs> how dare you? On top of that, they had a perfect out of being like a very Disney ending where they're like, oh, he didn't die, but he's trapped. They could have just had him trapped. And I, then yeah. five seconds after they have their moment of like, oh, oh the portal's open again. It's back up. Like, yeah. Spoilers, what? spoilers for Ant-Man. By, yeah, the, by the way, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're watching Guardians, like you've probably already seen it or like you're not going to watch it. Like, yeah. And honestly, it's, want, it's not that great. So, guys, guys, sorry do not we, listen to Sorry them, we okay? spoiled this lame movie no, for you. No, absolutely not. Hey, I didn't say it was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm saying it's bad. <laughs> I, 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 I liked it just fine because I thought the characters were good. But like the MCU is just they had their mess up and everything like mm-hmm. that. And like, then they introduced this whole Kang and then karmic retribution of them messing up with Kang and everything like that. Jonathan majors goes on his like just absolute terror of terrible PR and gets himself banned from Hollywood basically. 
And but he's back. They, they they reinstated him. Really? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. they have to. The end yeah. of Quantumania is like, okay, yeah. They could easily recast. They recasted. Uh, they, okay, recast is true. Yeah. He does wear a lot of different faces. I think, the so. issue, I think the issue is that they've probably already filmed Loki season two, and then we would have had a whole mm-hmm. season of yeah being yeah. existing which i always forget is going to happen loki season two and i'm like, so, like soon soon yeah. and i'm like great exactly. it's I, awesome. that was one of the best disney plus series in yeah. my favorite marvel ones anyway i liked wandavision just because i had no idea what was going on and i love that it was delightful because that's the issue the one the double-edged uh the double-edged sword of being like i was fairly comic obsessed when the mcu started I kind of know where everything's going at all times. So like when they show me something that I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Great. Love mm. it. Cause there's no nothing. No idea. Yeah, right. It was great. Well, going back to what you had said about the villain, having a good villain. Um, I'm going to read our final listener comment of the night from our boy, Jakey Louse. Uh, he <laughs> says, enjoyed the heck out of this film. A funny, emotional adventure story. Didn't care much for the villain or Adam Warlock, but they did so much else right. I'll overlook it. So he actually didn't care for the That's villain wild. so much. Because yeah. the villain take. the villain is such an integral part of why this movie is good that it's interesting that you're like, I love this movie. I hated the villain. Like that's interesting to me. Yeah. I want to know more about why. Yeah. Like Adam is Warlock. It the I actor's can totally, delivery? Is it you know what is yeah, it that I can totally like understand it. the Adam Warlock hate because he is definitely like a like my wife didn't like him at first, but he grew on her by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But like I knew just how important Adam Warlock was, so I was like on board right away. Because I'm like, Adam Warlock is finally in this movie mm-hmm. because they teased him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. And then didn't I was just like, when is this guy gonna show up? Yeah. So I'm just happy. And then I love his intro too. Mm-hmm. Like of it's so cheesy. Like it's so campy of mm-hmm. him like coming in to crazy yeah. on you. <laughs> like, and then now I've seen so many different like memes and stuff about like TikToks about yeah. it. I'm just like That's a very memeable, realable yeah. uh you know a realable scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> Well, do you want to hear our final wrap-up scores, guys? Yes. Let's All do right. it. Let's do it. Here's what we thought about this movie. Entertainment-wise, 87.3. Highly yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Education, 82.5. Also awesome. And then influence, great. Still great. 71, mm-hmm. our lowest score, but that makes sense. It's a new movie. All of them together. Yep. We got 80.3, so nice. just barely wow. in the awesome realm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's accurate. Yeah, I stand by that. 80. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So what does that rank on your big board? On our big board, um, let me see. I mean, 80s, a lot of the movies we do are in the 80s because we're trying to, trying to do the best movies of all time. But you guys also have like some hot takes on certain movies that just like, if here, we're here's doing a 40. It, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're doing it on... Our list, this is kind of deviating from the our first season, which yeah. was 25 of the best movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. This one's just like, oh, movie yeah. review, but um, it would be right below Six Sense. Okay. 81.1 was that yeah. movie, and then right above Die Hard. Okay. Die so Hard was 77. Smack <laughs> right in between <laughs> Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right yep. in a Bruce just Willis a, sandwich. Yeah. Just a Willis sandwich. <laughs> no. Side note on Bruce Willis, do you know he sold the rights to his face? 
What? Yeah. What does so that even he, mean? He has a, so they can deep fake him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he is he has a very degenerative disease who's like yeah. he's not able to like talk, but oh. he wants to like provide for his family for the rest of his life and forward. So he sold wow. his face to a company so that like Bruce Willis can continue to show up that in is, movies. That's so crazy the world we Good live in. Good for him. That's yeah. awesome. Good for him. Yeah, like it's just like uh James Earl Jones sold his the vo- rights to his voice for Darth Vader. Wow. Yeah. So, like, Darth really? Vader is. Is dead. that why? Is James Earl Jones dead? No. No. Okay. He's just like, no. knows he knows he will die, and he's like, this character is very important, and I'm going to sell my voice off. Oh. And That's crazy. Yeah. So, we'll Darth away. Vader will outlive us all. All right. Well, that will wrap up our review and discussion nice. on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Thanks for sticking around with us this mm-hmm. whole time. And. We'll catch you next time on The Chronicles of Critics.